0: Anything's possible, though, because, you know, Bitcoin is money, so, you know, money
1: talk, man. Welcome to the Bitcoin podcast, powered by Cointelegraph. What began as a small experiment is now a rapidly expanding ecosystem. As citizens of the Internet, we expect to be able to send money over the Internet as quickly and cheaply as sending an email. As citizens of the internet, we demand transparency. Here, we talk about Bitcoin, Ethereum, blockchain industries, fintech and more, but we're not experts. We're just three guys in the Bitcoin community and adoption is the only thing that matters.
2: everybody want to hear a funny story i recorded all these ads and didn't record my microphone on accident i forgot to hit record so i'm gonna zoom through these really fast because this is the second time i had to do this yay all right so today's show is brought to you by a few people EscrowMyBits.com. it's fast it's super easy it's super duper flippin easy it's super duper uber easy takes three steps Register and deposit your Bitcoin. That's one step. Seller shifts the item. That's the second step. Buyer checks the goods and releases the funds. That's two, but really just one step all at once, because they could just do that simultaneously. Okay? They offer Bitcoin escrow with a locked exchange rate. Euros. Yen. Uh whatever you want to use even that useless canadian money that they use out there uh what is it generosity coins uh they got you covered no problem small flea won't small fee of one percent on all escrow transactions and they offer you the ability to split the fee with the other party so you can split that one percent into point five percent go on Your funds are kept in a secure two or three multi-sig transaction. If you don't know what multi-sig is, you can ask us and we'll answer it. Okay. All right. Well, go to escrowmybits.com and start escrowing your shit with escrowmybits.com. That's a great note. Okay. We're also brought to you guys. By Athena Bitcoin. What's Athena Bitcoin? The goddess of Bitcoin. The end. AthenaBitcoin.com. Go there. Research it. We're also brought to you by Athena Bitcoin's portfolio company. BitQuick.co. Secure. Quick. Easy. Peer-to-peer Bitcoin marketplace. Get Bitcoin for cash. In as little as three horas. Tres horas. Para mí es Español. Español. Speaking individuals in the audience. Uh... BitQuick's serving Bitcoiners since twenty thirteen. They've been around the block. Just like Jenny. For four years now. Where there's a bank, there's Quick. Um, I didn't do Athena Bitcoin very much justice. Okay. Most trusted name in Bitcoin ATMs, not the goddess of Bitcoin. Okay. They are in Texas mostly. And that's really the only state I care about. Texas, y'all. No, I'm kidding. Uh Houston, Fort Worth, Dallas. Uh, they got some stuff on the East Coast. Um, you can go to their website to find out where all their ATMs teams are. And hopefully there's one near you. Okay. And we got a new sponsor. You heard him last show, but we're going to bring them back. The EDC. What is that? It's not some mysterious government entity with a new acronym that you have to remember. And you're like, what? what's a HOSA? What's a FAFSA? What's a... What's a Zamdam? No. EDC is Equibit Development Corporation. Okay? They're building several applications that are decentralizing the securities industry. The securities industry is uh, its like the banking industry. And it's filled with these centralized intermediaries that clear and settle transactions and handle shareholder communications and other labor-intensive work. Look, look, look. These expensive things. Tasks. Can now be replaced with blockchain, peer-to-peer technologies. They begin. They, they 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 take that cost right. Performing all that work. I was just listing off those things. They bring that cost down dramatically. Okay, uh, issuing companies, dealers, investors. You guys, if you're listening, you're gonna benefit significantly from cutting away that part. Of your overhead. So, if you are an issuing company, a dealer, or an investor, you might want to go to equibit.org. That is e q u i b i t dot o r g and sign up for that newsletter. Okay, if you guys made it through all of those ads, we've got one more ad. No, I'm kidding. Kind of. We're also brought to you by Chicken Fillet. It's a it's a restaurant that doesn't exist yet um but it's my idea it's going to be blue and black and across the street from Chick-fil-A and it's going to be called Chicken Fillet and they are only open open on Sundays so whenever you get that Sunday Chick-fil-A like craving you don't go to Chick-fil-A cuz you know they're closed because of the Lord you go to Chicken Fillet my chicken shack all right anyways enough about ads Here's the special midweek interview episode 122 I think yeah bam here it is
3: Hey
0: everybody we're here with Nathan Wozniak and Marina Resny from the Ubiquity team back again To, to <laughs> drop some, some news on everyone and yeah. we're excited to have them back welcome back everyone
4: Thank you. Excited Thanks
5: for to be here. Always so, a pleasure my guys. So, there's some some recent news coming up with Ubiquity. Um for those I guess who don't know what you guys do, do you want to give us a short introduction as to um what your platform is, what what problems you're solving and the, kind of a little bit of the history of of Ubiqu- of Ubiquity.
6: Sure. Um so we're uh, one of the well, the first property registration platforms, uh, record keeping platforms that is a uh, software as a service platform that is dedicated to the title industry um, uh, s- helping pro- solve problems in the title industry e-recording um, industry as well as local municipalities um, for property registration we started this company in um, september 2015 we had rebranded from um, an organization we called i-nation uh, the concept of uh, property registration was something that I've actually been working on with our team for two years now, uh, April 2015. And uh, so, yeah, so September, tw- two, September 2015, we, in, we got a, an LLC in good old Delaware, which I've actually never physically stepped in before <laughs> in my life. there, And um, we had been doing a whole bunch of different projects. We've been looking at um, notarization services, We've been looking at, of course, property registration and uh, a few other different things, identity, and we decided to choose one and uh, we stuck with property registration. And so we, um, a year later after uh, uh, incorporating the company, we uh, released the private alpha version of our platform. And uh, six months later, we released version 1.1 of the private alpha platform. And today we sit here. About a month later with some fantastic news all
5: right <clears throat> Marina, you have anything to add to that see what uh, your, your your kind of your view of the platform and how you got introduced to it
4: well we are the first blockchain secured solution for real estate record keeping that's kind of one sentence and okay. I got involved <laughs> I, um, Nathan and I met, uh, I got involved about a year ago, actually exactly a year ago as the, well, my day to day job, I am a realtor. I sell a residential real estate and obviously Nathan tapped me for my experience. I've been doing this for 10 years full time. So I've seen it all. Well, you never see it all, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the real estate experience side of the, of the, uh, he's the tech. I'm more the real estate.
5: It's nice that you you have you have both sides because it's like and when you deal with Mm -hmm. these types of platforms or you're you're trying to disrupt, um, some traditional platform or or way of doing things, you need domain experience, and it's nice that it's you're you're deeply trenched into the platform and and, and, in ubiquity, you have the experience of how real estate works in a traditional way, what problems there currently are, and what potential things blockchain or bitcoin in particular can solve to help make things more efficient safer more secure cheaper whatever it may be uh and i, and I think some mm-hmm. platforms just don't have that so it's nice that that you're you're right there front and center and you have you know the problems and then you have you know nathan who's been in the space for god how long how long have you been here <laughs> um
6: well off and on but uh, i i, I... Installed the Bitcoin client in November of two thousand nine.
5: Yeah, mm, you're, beginning. You're an OG. I think that that uh qualifies you as an as a Bitcoin OG.
0: You,
6: you got in yeah. before
5: the
0: Mount Gox debacle. I did. I, I got Jeez. out uh, around back after it. <laughs> <laughs> you are an OG.
5: Well then, let's uh <laughs> let's let's move a little bit to like the like the current news as to what's happening and um, why why y'all are so excited. Yeah.
6: Yeah, absolutely. so I'll start and in, in marina if you want to fill in anything that I might be missing, please do. Um, but uh, see here in January of this year, 2017, um, we were contacted through a website through a web form. we have a, a web form that companies can fill out just saying I'm going early access to your pilot and we go through a process of vetting them to make sure that they have the proper you know errors emissions insurance that they are a proper user of our system. They're not like an end user um, or from a different industry. A gentleman who had reached out to us, um, a guy named Raphael, who's from the real estate registry office in Brazil, um, had contacted us and said, "Hey, look, you know, I want to I use your platform, and I would love to have a conversation as to you know what you can do to help us fix some of the problems that we're having over here." And um, since then, you know, about a week later, we got on a conversation with McCall, and we had been having non-stop calls, like you know, once a week at least. And you know, two months later, we got, or almost three months later, we uh, we sat down and said, Okay, well, let's let's see what we can do to work together. Um, so uh we're happy to announce that we are going to be doing an early pilot
5: with uh with Brazil with
6: and um that's yeah, that's what we're
5: doing. <laughs> so so what part of um, Brazil doing, but, uh, are you are you are you piloting with? Is there a particular company a particular um, government entity in Brazil that you're working with?
6: Yeah, so I'll, I'll let Marina speak more to that, um but I'll I'll uh just let you know that the area is known as and I took some notes here.
5: Um I actually lived in So there's around, around Sao Paulo for a I year don't... and a half.
6: Oh, very nice, very nice. Well, um, in fact, we'll we'll actually be uh, officially announcing that. And Sao Paulo uh, gentleman named Rick Willard, who runs the Agenta Group out of New York, um, is actually going to be announcing this uh, publicly at a conference called Emerging Links. It's happening uh, Monday and yeah, Monday and Tuesday of this week. I guess when this when this podcast comes out, uh, it'll be just after the conference has ended. Mm-hmm. So, just FYI, everybody, this is the first time we announced this anywhere on the internet publicly, is through your podcast,
5: Bitcoin Podcast.
6: Um, Yo, exclusives. Yeah. <laughs> exclusive. Uh, so, so he's uh, mentioning, so, so Rick Woodward's mentioning this, um, basically during his opening uh, speech at the Emerging Links Conference, and uh, that will be happening April, April fifth and sixth. I guess that's actually, no, I guess that's Wednesday and Thursday. I thought that was happening Monday.
5: Oh, wow. It's coming up quick. So that'll be like um, <laughs> perfect timing for us releasing this episode. Exactly.
6: Yeah, exactly.
4: May I jump in here? Uh, yeah, basically, this is, uh, this is obviously not the entire country of Brazil. Real estate is very local. Mm-hmm. And whether it's here or in other countries, it's, it's very local. So this is basically um, the way that they are structured in Brazil is it's a government mandated organization sort of a public-private government-mandated but privately owned, um, and they have an exclusive land uh, record. It's basically a private land recording office that is sanctioned by the government. And so Mm -hmm. anytime you're selling or buying real estate there, you must register through that bureau by law. So government-funded but private sector-owned and operated. And so he reached out to us, this gentleman, Raphael. he's... Uh, looking for a better solution <laughs> because of what they have now they have a lot of pain points and issues that he'd like to solve, and he has to really make sure that all the data is accurate uh, that's the biggest mandate there is that they have accurate information and if they continue to have issues with that information that they are in danger of losing the contract so obviously they want to continue you know just getting better and better and not only providing not only keeping that contract, but providing a really good service for the actual people in that locality. So he reached out to us and explained to us all the different pain points they're having. And so this would be for their specific bureau in that specific locality. And, uh, with the anticipation that once we create something amazing for them, that all the other bureaus will also see that as something to adopt.
0: So, so go ahead, dude. what were some of the pain points? I know you mentioned them, Nathan, that uh, when Raphael contacted you, he said, hey, we're having some issues and we think you can solve them. And then you mentioned it as well, Marina. So what were some of the pain points that you guys were able to alleviate, you know, for them? Um,
6: yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you asked. Um, one of the, uh, the things he had mentioned was that the, the current vendor that they're using, and I'll uh, not mention the
0: vendor. Put um, them on front the street, ver- Nathan. No, I'm kidding.
6: I'm kidding. Okay, that's great. The the vendor is uh, it was that they're currently using has been returning incorrect information as to who owns mm. what piece of property. So as you can imagine, that's a that's a big problem. If, um, if two, a nice couple goes down to the courthouse and doing something, and they're told, "Well, you don't own that property, or the piece of property you own is um, not worth what it should be worth." that's a big issue especially in for my like Raphael who is trying to make sure that the data that they supply is accurate and up to date and um, so he reached out to us and we have so far been able to upload some early pilot data uh, to our platform and you know we we did it for basically a, a gentleman to start it's a it's a doctor and he is he's in the um, I'm going to mispronounce this with my Canadian dialect, but the Bero neighborhood, Bairo neighborhood, B A I R R O neighborhood, uh, uh Perotas,
5: uh, B A I R O, Bajo means means Bair- neighborhood.
6: B-A-I-R-O? Yeah,
5: neighborhood, <laughs> neighborhood, neighborhood. That is the word for neighborhood.
6: <laughs> oh, it's different. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> neighborhood, neighborhood. So, and uh, we we registered the first property uh, on March 30th at about one o'clock in the morning, my time, Pacific time. And um, mm. be able to prove that that data was uploaded, that it's accessible, that it was accurate. And uh, Raphael so far has been very impressed. And so we're continuing to um, add more addresses. There's th- two different areas. There's the Pelote address. there's the Moro as a Moro redonda Redondo um, address as well, or area of uh, Brazil. Mm-hmm. So we're currently just um, adding them to the system right
5: now. That's uh, a, it's, it's really nice to hear. Cause like when I first got there, I, I flew into Sao Paulo. Um, I lived with my, my, my boss and mentor at the time, uh, for about a month and me and my wife were looking for a place to rent. And it was one of the worst experiences of my life. Trying mm. to go through all the listings, talk to people. Like there's so much bad information, so much just completely incorrect information. So like, it was, it was, it was awful finally we finally found a place where, you know that worked out perfectly for us but it certainly wasn't without a lot of effort and i feel like it was just a, a lack of infrastructure and and coordinated data like the people like the what the information that the real estate agents could pull from was always mm-hmm. just not updated incorrect bad old and i feel like y'all are making a lot of way towards helping that. Is that kind of what what y'all are doing in terms of, like one, you're helping people find places to live. Two, you're securing that, you know, the information is is correct all the time and no one's scamming the system so that one, the government can know and two, the people can, can find access to these types of things. Is that right?
4: Yeah. Well, the government uh, in general wants to get away from paper-based records. And obviously, migrate 100% to something that's computer-based, and uh, and make things and in, make information easier to access for everyone, widely available, accurate, transparent, all those wonderful <laughs> attributes, and 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 have the ability to grow the capacity of that information, of uploading more and more of it, and you know while remaining transparent and accurate and um, being able to handle that capacity. Obviously, all awesome qualities that blockchain technology can, <laughs> can really uh, bring to the table and enhance, um, enhance what they have now. And, and what they have now is half paper, half you know, uh, computer-based, but like uh, Nathan was saying, the current vendor, again, it's siloed. It's, it's proprietary in a way that can't really be uh, – mm-hmm. well, it's just not working for them. <laughs> and so we are looking at what they have now and also looking at the needs of how specifically uh, records are considered legal, you know, the way that they are actually recorded in, and, and sort of mimicking what is legally acceptable there. And what they have, and then also migrating, leapfrogging what they have now into the future and adding the blockchain component and actually enhancing what they have with initially just a pilot program with obviously the intent of once we really show wide, you know, being able to do this on a wider scale, implementing it on a wider scale,
5: in a, Absolutely. Let's, you know, replacing what they off, have. Start off with something that's, that's yeah. like, hey, this is doing everything you want it to do. All right, now start porting over all the old stuff you used to do into this, so that you can do things much easier and better. But yeah. they're not—they're exactly. not going to just like you know dive in without understanding that it works the way they want to first. So you have to work alongside it, their process.
6: It, exactly. You know, like we want to—we want to make sure that we we test this first with uh, with with Raphael and his team, uh, his real estate registry office. Um, you know, making sure that. You know we address all the pain points and then he can make those recommendations to the, the other bure- bureaus as well making sure that they're happy with it um i think that this is a great way to start and i think that um you know <laughs> we got to start somewhere right so why not, why not start in brazil
4: and he reached out to us and we're working alongside with him we're not selling him anything we are basically creating something that's custom for them based on what they need based on what we already have and based on what they need and sort of incorporating that uh so that we can create something amazing for them for that specific bureau in that specific area and then he can really showcase it to all the other bureaus who are also experiencing similar pain points <laughs> that mm-hmm.
5: he is. I imagine so, a lot of people are
4: and and we figured yeah. we, we're it, we're the bridge to help them help their land records overall evolve into the future, you know yeah so for you, <sighs> for you, you guys Oh, go ahead, go
0: ahead
6: please. Oh, thank you. thank you. You know, there's not a single entity or like a central authority that requires that they use specific software. You know, there's no mandate that they have to use um, even blockchain technology. Although I think that, uh, you know, we're going to be a revolution or even an evolution in um, the way that they address a lot of these problems. Um, and I think that by starting with Raphael and, and his um, his bureau and his organization, we'll be able to kind of prove a point, you know, it's a pilot, that's sort of the general need for a pilot. Um, I think after that point, we'll be able to demonstrate to the rest of the bureaus and organizations that you need this kind of a platform, right, Um, and can all kind of come together and and work as a team um, and and go from there, which is nice to see.
4: It'll be amazing for them because they're mandated to provide accurate records. They are a public service that is privately owned you know, and publicly mandated. So it's actually wonderful for us because we have less red tape to deal with. We have a private sector style uh, person or bureau that we're working with, but we're really enhancing a public service, which is going to benefit the entire society. So it's really exciting.
5: Well, this is the something deal, that, so. this is something that is, I think, like the, the What's really great about this as it grows is that what's one of the founding things or like one of the great things about blockchain is that when disparate entities want to access the same data without having to trust each other is how this, like how it works really well. So you have multiple people trying to access the same central source of truth and sharing and trading this information without like having to go through one person or one authority. And this this is like the perfect use case of something like that, where you can have multiple entities accessing the same record of 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 titles and in real estate,
3: mm-hmm.
5: and then sharing them, buying them, trading them, you know, registering them, whatever whatever it may be, and you don't have to worry about siloed databases in in different places. So you have a completely accurate state of who owns what, and and the history of it, and in a place where you have somewhat of a a, a um, background of corruption, or it, it's mm-hmm. it's it's like a shining example of what you can do to make things better
3: Mhm yeah absolutely. so what are the well
5: uh, what are the tokens
0: called running on you guys' blockchain like if people want to um, get a hold of the token for you guys' blockchain? Am I am I right? Are you guys working a blockchain like what's that? What's
5: the What's the tech stack of uh, how 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 Ubiquity works?
0: Yeah. Oh, we're um, we're
6: we're using Color Coins, which um, uses the Bitcoin blockchain.
0: Ah, ooh, kicking it old school! Yeah. You are an OG, Nathan.
5: <laughs>
0: I like the way you work. They're not
5: spinning up their own blockchain. They're just they're they're embedding information into the the good old secure giant Bitcoin blockchain.
0: I thought they were gonna so hop on it. the the band of. Uh, oh, we're actually using that old Ethereum Ethereum <laughs> XXL two point three ERC twenty rated. Well, this is this is something that coins. me and Nathan
5: talked about earlier. Um, is that because they don't really, because of their use case and the, I guess, cost of doing what they do traditionally, the transaction log or backlog, uh, like the time of transaction and the price of transaction, for Bitcoin isn't really affecting them. And it's not going to affect them it's minimal compared to what how things are done traditionally if you want to kind of talk that a little bit
6: exactly i'm glad glad you actually brought that up we were mentioning that yesterday you know when we first did the first property well when marina first did the property ownership transfer um recorded the first property ownership transfer uh, at the end of june of last year uh, on the Colored Coins platform, uh, and if you take a look, you're able to kind of track what how much Bitcoin was sent. The amount that was sent was, uh, I believe, it was around like $3. Don't quote me on that. It was like $3 to do this uh, this record. Now, if you fast oh, forward to... I thought it was to... less.
4: Actually, I think oh, it was less. I have to check.
6: It was less. Okay, let's double check that. It, but it, it, was, yeah, it was a few bucks. And... But if you fast forward to today, it was a little bit more. I mean, it was $7 to do the, the recording of um, this, this transaction here in Brazil. But it's, it's basically, it's a few dollar difference. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, to record something on a parallel platform that gives you more accuracy, um, that reduces fraud, that will hopefully help just improve the entire system for places like Brazil and other entities that will be eventually using Ubiquity. Um, it's kind of irrelevant. <laughs> a few dollars mm-hmm. more difference doesn't really make much of a difference. Um, and, I, and I know that there's been a lot of pushback. And Roger Ver has showed, you know, uh, he's had a lot of concern about Bitcoin Core and the microtransactions that are associated with it, that they're going up. Um, <clears throat> what I've actually seen, and I'm not sure if Color Coins is doing this, but I know that there's other vendors that are out there doing this. That in order to kind of mitigate those costs, uh, they've they're using a script that kind of like um that sends out Bitcoin transactions almost together at once. They kind of I don't know what the term is, but they send them in them. bulk. Mm-hmm. Batches them. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think the color coins is doing a similar thing because I was taking a look at some of their transactions and you notice that they get sp- like they get split off on the blockchain to several different microtransactions at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're sending
5: and in the end it's your
4: property it's a property it's worth it right
5: yeah yeah that
4: you're that you own
5: can you give us an example of what that might have cost uh, traditionally like how like the the way if you will
4: um (laughs) it depends each county uh each city you know they have their own recording fees but it's a couple of hundred dollars it's not seven dollars (laughs) (laughs) no it's
5: <laughs> <laughs> and it takes a yeah, it takes a lot correct. longer it takes a lot longer than an hour,
4: yeah, absolutely, and usually when for example, I'm in Virginia, so when we close it's recorded the next day, I mean, it's considered legal the contract is signed and everything that day, and usually it's recorded the next day um and when a lender is funding that loan, if I buy the property with a loan even though I can move that day because it is legal and official and notarized and all that stuff, it's not funded till the next day because the lender truly doesn't want to, they don't see it as fully recorded or, or sort of, um, done until it's recorded, you know? So Mm
0: -hmm. we get
4: paid the next day, the, the loan, the funds get, uh, funded the next day, the seller gets their money. So if I'm buying And, uh, you know, we closed today. I might move today, but I, as the seller, the seller isn't going to get his money till tomorrow because the property does need to be recorded with the city. If we could do it immediately within an hour or within 20 minutes, it would make everyone's lives a lot easier. Uh, everything more liquid money would transfer faster. It, It would sort of help everything else in the chain move faster
5: and smoother.
0: You like that? Like when saving lives.
5: I'm making it more convenient—that's for sure.
0: Not saving them, you're really undercutting it, Corey.
5: <laughs> but
6: but that's a really good point you brought up, though, Corey. You know, uh, regarding the costs—if it costs, say, three dollars—and I'm trying to bring up that one record arena so we can maybe put a wager on how much it was. But I'm, I'm thinking it was closer oh. to around three or four bucks.
5: You're probably um, right. <laughs> it doesn't
0: matter. Corey,
6: if it, if you want to start the prediction market?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
0: who's right and who's wrong <laughs> my money's on marina
3: i want to know these things <laughs> yeah
6: <laughs> true oh color coins that would load maybe it's my computer if, if color coins is down that's a big problem um uh oh <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll, we'll edit that out we'll edit it out don't worry. <laughs> yeah we'll
4: <edit> out. <laughs> well, nonetheless it's definitely something that if a municipality had this sort of uh, this implemented and built into their system, then we could record officially with the municipality faster, easier. I mean, there's already uh, half of the municipalities in the country are already doing e-recordings, meaning you can submit things, you know, via web portals. But again, it's all siloed. It's all it's still sort of just moving towards that, and mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. have a better way. Uh, we're already mm-hmm. looking to do those kind of quick, easy submit online sort of recording, and we can add the blockchain component to it and make it mm-hmm. that much better leapfrog over what currently exists.
0: It well, sounds man. like yeah. um you know Brazil's already trying to move towards you know digital records and being a little more accurate and not- you know screwing the pooch when it comes to like you guys, the example you use, Nathan, is a couple that goes down trying to get some business done. And then it's like, wait a second, my property is like worth a, a box of chicken McNuggets. That's not what I understood it to be. And and so while while Brazil is, you know, making that move, it sounds like you guys are pretty opportunistic and saying, hey, you know, while you're trying to go digital, why not do it the best possible way? You know, use a blockchain. So I guess I'm just trying yeah. to say kudos to you guys.
6: Well, well, thank oh, you, and know. I have to. Say, well, uh, I'm, I'm really hungry, so I, I'd almost put up a house for chicken McNuggets. Personally speaking, um,
5: <laughs> you can do better than that. But, uh, <laughs> hey, twenty
6: pack deal. Um, no, but uh, you know it, it's important that we're what we're doing here is uh, you know by reaching out to um, municipalities and places like Brazil. Um, you know, we're we're speaking with other municipalities throughout the U.S. and other jurisdictions. Um, I think it's an important thing that I think we try to do is. Is try to take a very uh, pragmatic approach to all of this. You know, I know that a lot of people have contacted us in the past about, okay, you know, do you want to sell properties and have a token asset and do all this stuff? Do you want to do an ICO to make this happen? And people, you know, complicating it and probably breaking laws um, and having, you know, maybe potentially the SEC coming down on us. So we try to avoid that by really taking like a slow. um, I wouldn't say necessarily well. A pragmatic and definitely a rational approach to all of this um in addition to what we're doing here we've been speaking with industry leaders um e-recording companies figuring out the best practices um that the industry is using and um not just replicating it but all you know kind of meeting them halfway and saying okay this is what we have to bring to the table you guys have to bring this to the table let's sit down and talk like equals and figuring out ways that we can um not just improve you know, our own ways of adopting technology, but uh, making sure that we're doing it the right way. So, mm-hmm. it's
5: An important point. Yeah, it's we're not
4: it's... trying to take over. We're trying to collaborate sort of, of <laughs> with with existing industry and, and the existing yes. process. Oh. We're just – record-keeping can uh, be done much better than it is now, and we're always improving as a society and, in general, and this is just the next evolution of it.
5: And it's just a really easy way of transferring digital ownership in a, in a decentralized way. So it it makes it just yeah. that much better for something like this. I think that's yeah, a mm-hmm. that's a fantastic kind of way to stop and wrap this up. If is there any is there any way that people can get a hold of you or um, have access to you if they have questions?
1: Yeah, nice. I mean, as
6: always. You can email info at ubiquity.io. That's ubiquity with a T. And um our website's www.ubiquity.io. And our phone number, what is it? 331 Bitcoin, but with a zero instead of uh <laughs> instead of an is that O like Canadian, Canadian number. <laughs> it's it's a US number. It's actually a US number. I think it's in Illinois.
0: Oh yeah. yeah,
6: yeah. It, it works. Area code three three one Bitcoin two four eight two zero four six. Leave us a message and we'll call you back.
5: You've said that before.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. Yep. All right, guys. But, well, congratulations uh, just, on uh, on on getting this and getting this started in Brazil. I'm excited to see how this grows and uh, the pilot y'all make. I'm, I'm hoping like great success for it, so that they can start to get a handle on what they're doing and kind of clear up the disorganization that they currently have with, with record keeping. Yeah, thank, cleaning thank you up, so much.
4: Cleaning, cleaning up ahead. property records one block at a time.
5: Ooh, <laughs> tagline. Ooh,
6: nice. Nice. For the people yeah. of the land of the Brazilwood. For yeah.
0: Us. Well, thanks. Thanks, guys. Bob and Bob. <laughs> All right, thanks.
1: Hustle small, or y'all relate to it. I'm a culture power, baby, when I run right through it. What the biz money, you know, John, and what it is. Then again, too many yes men. Yo, oh, John, they miss you. Hustle it. big, hustle small, or y'all relate to it. I'm a culture power, baby, when I slap right through it. What the biz money, you know, John, and what it is. Then again, too many yes men inside the uh-huh. business. We stay grungy, risk take on streets like a bungee. Hoes get nothing from me. I'm a dad feeling hungry. Complacent. I made hits in the basement. Got all the men on tap. Wonder men where they placement? If it's real, then it's real. And it ain't no replacement. The jealous cats who talk need to all walk adjacent. I try fold y'all all into an image. My mold so I can teach you how to walk, eat, drink, and buy gold. My name yeah. is Izil. We are three condoms out in Brazil. Brothers from the veil, no four. As the Izil, you wanna have it, dope? how you fizzle, you couldn't stick me, if you bought the chisel what the dizzle, I eat four stars, let me be you you kizzle, the vibe you just have from the twizzle, and stizzle. my flow is Ill. leave you fizzle, or leave y'all all stuck like Jack without the jizzle, Come on. me and my
3: crew, in a little tour show, learn to a flip the dough, with the money with we've the got, money. the block, stay hot, getting knocked, it's on, till one by one,
1: Three, wall, know to keep their lips back. Uh, 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 I don't get ya. I told y'all before it's half uh, the floor. I'm the boss when I rack flip flaps. Come on, culture hip hop. Before I take your head, you should skip by or find us in your home with the chrome and the crack. So it worked. They all pose hard, but they bit by. I leave them in the means, but they lit If Did what? your money ease up. How you see us, you better raw beef and lighting trees up. Smoking with your men, fantasizing something swiftly. Little did you know I had the whole country with me. Little do you know. Little do you know. Little do you know I got the whole country with me, little do you know, huh? Me
3: and Mike do, uh-huh. a little to uh-huh. our shoulder, no, just... flip the dough, with the money we got, the blocks uh-huh. stay hot, getting knocked uh-huh. on, to one by one, we were oh, gone, on. Subway's box, after dark, flash the message, something's out come there. On.